The M4 connects London with South Wales. The M4 is sublime and ugly. It once took me from my childhood home to a dream I had of the capital. A century before me, author of weird fiction, Arthur Macken, made a similar journey. From the South Wales of his birth to West London, to the wilderness of Shepherd's Bush and Acton, to a region he called the Goblin City. The M4 mirrors the old A4, an ancient route that runs from Westminster to Bristol. In places, the two run in parallel. The A4 curves around Silbury Hill, a monument as old as the pyramids. But past Silbury End, other than one stained sign, there's nothing to tell you that this is a 5,000-year-old ancient monument. In these weird aisles, we live on layers of history, standing stones, Roman remains, Norman castles, Tudor houses. I lived and will always live in a world where past and present are layered. I travel these primeval routes, stopping at service stations to study the human race in migration, the alien lighting and the eerie low hum. At Heston, Reading, Cheverley, Membury, Lee Delamere, Mega, Cardiff Gate, Cardiff West, Sarn Park, Swansea West, Pont Abraham. I travel as some did before me, those who once stopped at coaching inns, or under great trees, or in the shelter of chalk hills. Carmarthenshire, Old Glamorganshire, Monmouthshire, Gloucestershire, Wiltshire, Berkshire. The M4 peters out where it merges with the A4 at Chiswick, the elevated section. Rising up there, London welcomes you. The glorious sprawl, the city's skyscrapers in its fuzzy grey nuclear heart. In the far west, in Wales, it ends just beyond Pontodolais, north of the post-war reconstructed city of Swansea, a city that sits on the edge of Gower with its vast, beautiful beaches and glittering sea, Swansea, the name has its roots in Norse, a Viking settlement. Take the M4 East and you travel through time to Roman Londinium, passing through prehistoric Wiltshire. But very little of this is apparent from the M4. Motorways reduce the country to junctions and bridges. You see the sky, distant hills, maybe a glimpse of rooftops, flats, a church tower, wind turbines... You'll experience congestion like anywhere else, but you rarely see or feel the rise and fall of the land, the earth, the rocks, the soil. The land is stripped away, sanitised, grey, anonymous. As a teenager, I worked on the construction of a section of fencing along the M4 at Newport. These were primarily noise barriers, but on elevated sections, they prevent drivers from getting distracted. A motorway journey is bland, Featureless, sterile, tedious. You are in a featureless realm, a grey void in Western Europe. But you have the radio or your playlist. Maybe even a podcast, God help you. So without any landscape or cityscape and weary of the grey distance and the central reservation, you seek out visual entertainment. There are the signs, those cinema screen-sized rectangles of motorway blue. 
JNP 104 blue to be exact. You might be cheered by an efflorescence of rubbish on an embankment or a lorry spill. Then of course there are the jams, the queues, the tailbacks. Occasionally when passing under a bridge there is the delightful diversion of graffiti, often incomprehensible, possibly the work of conspiracy theorists. Covid hoax. Why are you in the middle lane, moron? Vote pies. Across the UK, drivers are treated to these messages in letters one metre high, and we cannot fail to be in awe of the artists who must either abseil off a bridge or somehow hang upside down with a spray can, or, as I prefer to imagine, in white dungarees with a pot of paint and a massive brush. And adverts, of course, often placed along the side of an agricultural vehicle, an online spectacle company, a farm shop. And one that makes me laugh out loud on a housing construction site. If you lived here, you'd be home by now. But there is, occasionally, beauty. You can almost experience a sense of freedom on the sweep of motorway between Swansea and Cardiff. You glimpse the shining estuary at Newport. And the Prince of Wales Bridge, despite its appalling name, is an arc of sublime beauty. The rise over the wide waters of the Severn, the views towards Somerset, the hills of Wales, the islands in one direction, Gloucestershire in another. And drive east past Reading. There's Windsor Castle, then Heathrow. I will never fail to feel some sort of awe as I see 200 tonnes of metal rising massive just above my head. And into London, where you'll reach the elevated section. Unless you're a weary commuter, the view of the capital, the city, it's rarely disappointing. Feel elation just for a few moments. This is life. And then you take a slip road into the snarling heart of the metropolis and your journey is flipped from speed with low visual complexity to shunting rage, a bombardment of hoardings, housing, streetside shops, takeaways, cafes, pubs, pedestrians, emergency vehicles, white vans, trucks, dirty parks, railings, tube stations, traffic lights, frustration. Travelling from the east, you are a Viking in a Roman city. Travel west, and you are an emissary sent by the prefect to your legions in the west. There is gold in Wales, and you want it. <laughs> 